We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to a very special edition of the Pat Mayo Experience. Week 12, a.k.a. Thanksgiving-only picks against the spread. No survivor, obviously. A pilgrim parlay. And Cuss Corner. Mini. It's not like we're not going to have our regular Week 12 show. That will be coming out like it always does on Wednesday morning. Or if you sub to the newsletter, you'll get it on Tuesday evening. Right after we record it and it is ready. So that's why you should always sub to the newsletter. Additionally, there are two... DraftKings Listeners Leagues this week. One we have for Thanksgiving only. It's a three max $30, <laughs> only a thousand spots, still five grand to the winner. There's no rake. And then the regular week 12, only 2,000 spots this week. You know, we, we had 3,000 to split up between the two. And this is how I decided to allocate the entire endeavor. That one's still $15 to play per normal. So hit the description and get both of those right now. Hope everyone is off to you know, a nice week. I'll bring in Jeff right now. Jeff, you're under the weather. How do we have any holidays that land on a Thursday? I don't feel like we do, but like holiday weeks in general, I don't know how I would manage this. Be like, oh yeah, there's a holiday on Thursday. Obviously, I'm not working on Friday. Like, do you work really hard Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? You're like, fuck this. 
Uh, if I'm working for the man, it's pretty much fuck this from go. If I'm working for myself, yeah, I'd probably try to get a productive Monday, Tuesday in before fr- uh, Wednesday just feels like, you know, the exciting day before a holiday. Um, yeah, th- I guess that would be it, but probably total fuck this from go on a Monday for me on a holiday week. Well, I know that the coin feels the same way as does Paul, but I guess we need to get the weight of a man coming off an Emmy-worthy performance on PME Sunday Night Live. We saw the tears. We saw the raw emotion. It is Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's uh, not my name. I don't know that I agree with anything you just said there. Well, let's start with what you don't agree with. I don't think it was an Emmy-worthy performance. I was annoyed. I expressed my annoyance. I felt good about that. Uh, we move forward. Won my free money. Yes. Uh, you know, to- that's a very good thing to roll into this part. As people know, Thanksgiving week, I have a long tradition of hitting the Pilgrim Parlay and the Sunday after to hit the Sunday before uh, and have a real chance at a back-to-back-to-back free money and to get into the black for free money for the year, like, that's a really excellent opportunity. We're almost there as it is. So, like, this is a really excellent opportunity here. Now, Jeff, uh, Jeff, when, Jeff, when he says that he has a long history of doing this, he did it once in eight years. <laughs> well, well uh, lest we forget, Pat. We would never want to forget that. There, well, Everything did- about Thanksgiving lives for a real long time. His one win in eight years. Some Falcons game that they lost by, like, 30. But, <laughs> oh, that game was a lot closer than people close. remember it being. <laughs> That's a lot closer than people ever remember it being, too. That's the, that, and it, I know you're mocking me, but it was not close. It was never close. It was actually. No, the American Thanksgiving I, is, is I, a fun. I, hold on. I don't know how good your memory is. As pointed out on last week's show, when we were talking about the Buffalo Cleveland game, you were like, yeah, remember a few years ago when there was that 8 nothing Buffalo Cleveland game? Someone fact checked that. Happened in 2006. Seven. Seven. It was, it was, that's a few years ago. That's 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, I don't know if I was that's right, whatever. Though. I was right. Buffalo and Cleveland continue to play weird games. This one had to be taken to a neutral site. Like, I stand by that. Those two teams only play weird games. Okay. Jeff, do you, ha- right about that. do you have tears prepared for this show following the Sunday Night Football loss of the Los Angeles Chargers? It's funny because we did a bit on the Sunday Night Live show about the five quarterbacks that you would want for a game-ending drive. I mean, they had timeouts and they scored really quickly. But Mahomes was number one on that list for all of us except for Tim, who still had Brady. Yeah, no, no tears. I have to be emotionally invested to cry. And I never believed we were going to win, so I never allowed myself to get excited about winning. And I don't know. There's just like four stupid things that my dipshit dickless coach, you know, fucking phony. It's funny. Jeff and I are in the exact opposite position. Uh, my team has a fantastic defense, and the offense is garbage and is killing us. Jeff's team has a very, very good offense. His defense is my, one of the very worst in the NFL. Like, I, do I have to watch Derwin James get dis- destroyed dr- dr- down after down again by uh, 
by Kelsey before they That's, think maybe we shouldn't put Derwin on Kelsey anymore. He's not. Good you're not to even watching the game. Kelsey yeah, made I, one catch on Derwin. It's when we put other people on fucking on Kelsey that he Derwin did not cover himself in glory last night to say the least. I don't no, even know what you're team. looking at. That the stat line shows Derwin on Kelsey was amazing for like ninety percent of the plays. It's when we let Kelsey go to other players. But you don't even know what you're talking about. You worry about your quarterback who throws for negative twenty five. Yeah, my defense sucks, and or sorry, my defense is great, and your defense is terrible. Okay, your offense. Uh, is great. but you don't my even know. But now you're just speaking miss facts. It's when they try to put Derwin other players on. Kelsey's Derwin's had a bad. Derwin's off. having a bad year. He made the critical mistake last night to to kill them on defense when he couldn't cover Kelsey and he misread the play. And he did. He misread the play on defense. He didn't know what he was doing out there. He misread it, and Kelsey beat him. Kelsey beat Derwin James on a play. Derwin James covers Kelsey as good as anyone in the league. I'm not like you turning yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, here you Definitely go again, turning this into something that's ridiculous. Go talk to Travis Kelsey, who covers him better than anyone in the league. Problem is not when Derwin James is on Kelsey. Is Derwin James going to bat a thousand on Kelsey? No, but the problem is is when other people tr- saw uh, get put on Kelsey, and you can go look at the stats um last night it's right in plain front i apologize you just remember like one play from highlights like your mom watching sports center but that's that's not I what mean, i did watch i did watch the chargers give up a lot of touchdowns last night they You're did right. they're not very good they don't stop on defense but you're thinking it's a cat like that derwin james Derwin's a problem he's a problem not the problem but he's a problem. holy shit okay jeff you know what he, you know what he's trying to do here right he's trying to get you going because the past no, week has not I'm been not. good for tim is the most not the most insane person yeah from, no, from, from his ice takes there. to crying about the jets like it's been a r- rough week for the campaign yeah i'm not going i'm not i'm not taking uh any of his bait this is a struggle bus and sort of like i said last week before i slapped myself in the face it's very predictable Chargers are going to finish the season strong. They're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to look great in their last three games, and they're going to save people's jobs. It's really, um, it's really annoying. It's really, yeah, it's really annoying. Are you taking any sort of satisfaction this morning that Melvin Gordon got cut? Yeah, I enjoy. I took satisfaction when he fumbled. I, I take satisfaction to see him get cut. Sure. What if he ends yeah. up on the Chargers? Whatever. I mean, it'll just be another guy to fumble in a clutch situation. We have enough of those already, don't we? Uh, maybe. Maybe they need to figure out, like, oh, there's a lot of heat on Keenan Allen. Maybe if we bring in Mel G, all of a sudden you can take the heat off Keenan Allen. It actually had a pretty nice game. That, that that pass at, like, to get up by the field goal was really nice, by the way. Or you get up by four, I suppose it was. Yeah, it's all – oh, my God. It it's gorgeous. like, why don't they just let Herbert – Herbert throws – like, just let him throw deep. Like, just let him throw deep. Maybe you get play at pass interference. Maybe you make um, a penalty. I don't I don't know. It's really weird. I still can't believe my dickless fucking coach wanted to flip the field versus Patrick Mahomes on, like, a third and a quarter inch. Okay? And then we're at before the half. We're at the goal line. It's second and a freaking inch, and he pushes it, chips it, uh, fucking chucks it backwards. You stupid fuck. Has he been bullied out of going forward on fourth down? I have no idea. I I don't know what was going on there. I have no idea, Pat. But this guy to go for that play versus Cleveland and then to not go for these ones, I have no idea. I don't know. 
I'm so frustrated with this uh, with this SOB. This fucking Johnny Knoxville slash gremlin looking fucker. I don't know. The, 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 this, it's so disheartening to see what he said after the game about oh, momentum, defense. Shut up! Garyan is asking the tough questions on Twitter at the moment, Tim, of whether the U.S. men's national team is going to outscore the Jets in this game. I think there's a good chance of it. But what's the score of the USA it, game? We're filming this one season. one nothing for the United States at I the be, moment. I believe it's good. I believe it's pronounced one nil. I heard that. Yeah, I hope I hope they do. My, my team had the worst offensive performance I think in NFL history without a turnover. Uh, I think it would be hard to be have Dude, a worse game than that. You're on you're on a Jamarcus Russell meets Johnny Manziel trage. Oh, okay. Tell me about it. Did not good. Like it, you were calling bleak. for you were calling for Trevi in the CFL. Buddy, oh. your boy's on a one-way to the CFL. I, and that's only because The Rock and the XFL said pass. I couldn't agree with you more. I think you're being too kind. I actually think that there's a real chance Zach doesn't play this week. Not guaranteed, but I think it's a real chance. Salah came out and said, hey, Zach Wilson is our I don't think it's Salah's. I don't think it's I don't at this point, I don't think it's Salah's call. Whose call is it? I think it's Joe Douglas's call. You know, I have to agree because I never would have thought it would get here. To me, like the Jets make the playoffs, they'll make the playoffs. See what you have in Zach is like priority one. But they're in the second half of that football game tied. And if they win, they get first place. Like mm -hmm. at that point, like development is important and crucial. And you'll never really hear me poo poo on it. But at some point, I'll be like, we could be in first place if we can win this game. Their playoff and, odds went from like and 80% you have an obligation, with a win you have like an obligation, with a loss. You have an obligation to the, like, Zach Wilson controls people's jobs, like, in the building. Like, livelihoods are being controlled by Zach Wilson. Scary thought. Scary and apparently, thought. The you you got to feed your family serious. based on Zach Wilson making a first down at this moment. The defense has not taken kindly to his petulant, childish comments, and it's ripping the team apart. Uh, not surprising. Uh, another reason why I don't know that he can start any more games if uh, Sala wants to keep a job. He could lose yeah. the team. He could lose the locker room. Like this is a critical juncture right now, and I'm very interested to see how it goes, how things go. Because like I think sticking with Wilson could very well lose the locker room for Sala. Tim, how is your first experience with a Gen Z quarterback going? Depressing. Everything you think it was going to be and worse. <laughs> awful distressing but now I'm over all those feelings now I know that he's not the future and like I spent good time last night because I couldn't sleep looking at Derek Carr's numbers oh my god you don't Tyler you Murray, don't you don't you don't want I'm telling you I I get that you can look you can stare Jimmy at G. you can Jimmy G maybe but you can stare at Derek Carr's numbers as long as you want just know that when the game is on the line, it's going to go very poorly if you have Derek Carr. What about Brady? Now, I, as much as I think that would be cool, he's not leaving Florida, in my opinion, to go play in New York in the cold yeah, anymore. He stay on he's the, a retiree. He, he moved son. to Florida to get out of the cold, Jeff. He could go to Vegas. And he was going to go to Miami. No, there's the rumor that he's going to go to he's going to go to San Francisco for a year next year. Then you know what? Jimmy G can come to New York. Derek Rogers? Carr can come to New York. 
Rogers, if Green Bay would ever trade him, Rogers would be great in New York. Kyler would be great. The Jets have cap room, and I'm sure the Cardinals would love to get out of that contract. And like, how much worse could we do? Uh, you know, if Baltimore can't figure things out with Lamar, give him, you know, everything and then some. Uh, obviously, Zach Wilson can't start next year. And this team obviously has an excellent defense and some core pieces on offense. Uh, get a quarterback who does isn't the absolute not low, and you are the favorite to win the division. Like it's that simple. Yeah, you you have to make the change right now. I, we talked about this on the recap show, uh, but their defense is. I, I don't want to say their defense is good enough to win a Super Bowl, but we've seen teams like this before. That if you just had someone competent at quarterback, this defense does feel like it's good enough to carry them in they're, games they're, they're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Their defense is good enough to win a Super Bowl, like. It's on par with the Jets' defenses that got the two championships yeah, in the early 2010s. Eight, it's a top eight defense, and that's probably being too conservative. So to me, that defense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Now, it's not going to be able to beat uh, Burrow, Tua, Allen, Mahomes in back-to-back no. games. No. No chance. Uh, it's just not. But it the could defense win, it, is... Yeah, it could win one of those games. It could win two of those games. If you had... Hell, a Mark Sanchez type, like, at, uh, is Mark uh, Sanchez just Jimmy G? I sure. don't know, but I, I watched Mark Rex, Sanchez back in a heartbeat right now. I watched Rex go Ryan go off this morning on Zach Wilson, and he referenced Mark Sanchez like nine times. Like, Mark Sanchez would take a bullet for anybody. Mark Sanchez screwed up, or someone else screwed up, and it had nothing to do with Mark Sanchez's fault. Mark Sanchez would stand on that podium and take accountability. Um, I guess like a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, I watched the ringer this morning. Like, Pat, you were talking about what story A would be, the A block. It you, was Zach Wilson. And the it, A block today was Zach Wilson. I swear to you, I, I did the yeah. loop. Are you it was. Are you talking about the ringer Johnny Knoxville movie starring your head coach? Which I don't think is socially appropriate anymore, Jeff. No, it is socially appropriate. I used to call them women. Right, we had we had Ellen DeGeneres, we had Octavia Spencer. I said that is that is um, demeaning. No, demeaning I meant I, I, I meant the, I meant the movie The Ringer. I don't think I minded that. No, which one am I thinking of? Walking Tall with The Rock. Yeah, and Johnny no, Knoxville. Yeah, that one's pretty good. The Ringer with that Johnny Knoxville like. is where he pretends to be compete in the Special Olympics. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't think that's gonna that fly was- in twenty twenty two. It also wasn't good, so there's that part of it, too. But, yeah, I mean, this is the talk. They were so bad. <laughs> so bad. Indefensible. Indefensible. With, with again, such a marvelous defense. And, like, the Patriots offense is just as bad, and they were trying to give the game away, too. It's just, like, Zach was talking about the wind uh, <laughs> and how the w- weather conditions were bad. Well, the other quarterback threw for over 200 yards. Don't give me that garbage. The other quarterback has no better receivers than you do. Uh, don't give me that. Don't maybe, don't give me that. I don't want to hear it. Maybe he lost money on Bobby Hill's soccer team, and that's what he was talking about. He he honestly has to has to go, and I don't think you can bench him. I think you actually do have to think about maybe cutting him. Oh, you mean what? With, I don't think you can bench him. I think you have to cut him. No, 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 no. No, they're not going to. I think you should cut him. I think that it's hard to bench him and make him a backup because like it's just hard to do that. But he's got to be. He can't take another snap. He can't. 
Yeah, this is a real tough crossroads for Salah because all the football people say if he lets Zach Wilson start this week, he loses his locker room. I and mean, he's and he's going to lose his defense, and he's the defensive but coach. He, he'll lose everything. That comes from he can't like have the, the job. Yeah, those are sort of like the ringing quote today from people that played and were in locker rooms. You know, well, I'm Tim played. Tim played tackle football. TV. That's what he's saying they should do. So I mean, he's another one of these just former ex players who's behind that. No, but there are being you know there are. Seeds being planted everywhere you look in media. Like, Zach can't play anymore for this team. Like, a change must be made. And the question is whether Sala will make it. And I don't know. I don't know that he's got the wherewithal to do it. I hope he does. Because uh, if he doesn't, and this goes badly, he will not coach there next year. Douglas will fire him. Has Sala met the media today? I haven't seen it. I was watching a press I'm not conference. Saying that he hasn't. I, I don't know if it was from last night. I think it was from last night when he said that Zach is our quarterback. I don't know if that was. Yeah, from he said morning. that last night. Okay. But again, again, I think that was from last night. But again, that's you know, it's not his call to make. So, all right. Well, let's get to a more festive time. Thanksgiving Day games. Reminder to everyone, especially if you're listening to the audio podcast, because this show will not be available. This show will be available on the audio podcast. Rate and review five stars in the holiday spirit of things, by the way. But we're going to be live 10 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday morning. So whether you're, you're commuting somewhere, just pull it up on YouTube, on your phone. Me, Jeff, Tim, Cam, and Pizzola. Thanksgiving Day, best bets live it is what I'm going to guess is my most difficult job ever as a host of a show. Tim, would you agree? I warned you last night. I said, you have all your work cut out for you, corralling everybody on that show in a relatively short period of time to each give a pick on each game, each a best bet. And like, who knows what directions things are going to go. <laughs> so yeah, you better be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and be very, very prepared to officiate that matchup because you're going to have to be a very good host that day. I am I'll only speak when spoken to. No, oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could say the same thing too, but we both know that's not true. <laughs> and I, I have a hard time can't cutting cam off. Unlike the rest of you. I just don't know what he's going to say next. I'm very intrigued with what he's going to say. <laughs> I used to spend some great American Thanksgivings with cam. He would get, he would be paid to like host at the local sports bar like if the, like so they just gave him a mic and during commercials he'd you know give away a jersey or, or do whatever but he'd bring all of his characters like his uh portuguese joe mike his vince vons <laughs> like his whole like orbit would show up at these bars is well, ah like you said uh, uh jeff or pat one of you said all of his friends are like Kramer's friends from Seinfeld. <laughs> that line killed me. It's I, so perfect. That line dropped me. <laughs> He's like the Cam and his friend just seem like the really sad version of Entourage. Like if you go to Sheila's shows and you see Visine Vince there, whatever his name is. I don't know any of these people. I can only I only have caricatures of who they're going to be in my head. But I, I doubt it's you know like Vince and E and Turtle. It's Visine Vince and Portuguese Joe just losing bets with Cam on Thanksgiving Day football games, but playing the horses on commercial break. Yeah, yeah, no, because this bar had an OTB machine. Yeah, I know. I know the bar. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> it was right below your office, wasn't it? It was like half a block down the street, so it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty convenient. It's pretty convenient. Those would have been some epic Thanksgivings. This is, good, good. I mean, as a Canadian, 
and all of us being Canadian, Jeff and I working in media for the past 10 or more years, we don't get American holidays off. <laughs> we are the people that all of the American companies that we work for turn to to do all the stuff while they want vacation, let alone not even realizing that Canada has its own Thanksgiving. We don't get that day off. But we also have to work on your holidays as well. But we have turned Canadian th- or American Thanksgiving, Tim, into probably the most fun football-watching day of the year. Like, still, our 100%. friends to this day will are taking work off, probably taking off the next day, because we're going to do the shows in the morning, then we're going hard for 12 hours. <laughs> it's the best sporting day of the year. I love it. I look forward to it. It's my favorite. It's going to be so much fun. It's always fun, and we got blessed by the schedule fairies with three really good games. Right. Uh, you know, usually we have trash games that may be one good one. Uh, we got three good games this year. Well, we'll see about that. The, I mean, my job is going to be hard on Thursday. Paul's job is going to be even harder with three cameras and switching to three separate people, uh, trying to get them all to talk and like in sync at the same time. But Paul's, Paul's day is going to be determined by this first game. Buffalo at Detroit. No idea whether Buffalo went home or not. I wasn't looking at the the airfield patterns of any of that stuff. But they're favored by nine on the road against the Lions. 54 is the over-under. Obviously, Bill's money line is minus 435. We're not going to play that. kind of like the Lions in this game, Tim. I don't know. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's Buffalo versus the world. That's what I hear on a daily basis on Twitter. It's Buffalo versus the world. So I, I don't know how to how to take this. Isn't it? Don't you agree, Jeff, that everybody is against Buffalo? Yeah, that's, they shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> that the media team is out there saying it's us versus the world. Yeah, I just thought that was that was weird. And you guys, are like, listen. Can we make something perfectly clear? In the true definition of rivalry, like if I have a one-off like tweet spat with something, that's not a rival. Rivals are things that like don't go away, that keep bleeding into things. So like, you know, once you see me like, you know, that that's all. Um, I think this is the last time you're going to pick a fight with Bill's media? No, I just thought it's like really... Like the verse everybody thing is so, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be for the Bills. It wouldn't be, I don't think the team that is like adored by media, fan bases, the league itself based on the schedule. Guy, they did the opener, they're on Thanksgiving. I mean, you couldn't like have more signals of the league truly in love with this team. And for good reason, I love them. So that's just like, come on. Bills versus Buffalo, Bills versus everybody. JP Lossman ain't the quarterback anymore. Well, if he was the quarterback, um, what do you think they'd be favored by in this game? If JP Lossman was the quarterback? Yeah, or, or Ege Manuel? Or Trent Edwards? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess. Hey, T. Ed had them off to a 4 0 start one year. Don't forget that. Yeah, I was at the game. I think they're 4 or 5 0. Yeah, and then, uh, then it was someone on Arizona ruined his life, and he was never he never came back. That was the end of Trent Edwards. Yeah, they beat the Chargers the week before that Arizona game. Lee Evans caught one like on his helmet in the end zone. It was a sick catch. Was it Lee Evans the guy who dropped the pass against the Patriots for the Ravens? Yes, that would have got them to the Super Bowl. Yes, was it Lee Evans or Reese Caldwell? Yes, it was Lee Evans or the Ravens in that game. And then oh, Stover, yeah, I know then Stover missed that short field goal or whatever his name was. The guy before Tucker missed that super short field goal. Yeah, that all happened. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, nine's, no, no, a, I, nine's a tough number here against Detroit because Detroit's going to run the ball pretty effectively. I don't think they have a chance at really stopping the Bills at this point, but do you think they can put up enough to backdoor it just like Cleveland did? In theory, you would think that they can, and that could be open the whole game. But then part of you thinks, um, well, first, I guess the question would be, are guys like Rousseau or Edmonds or, or like, are they getting anyone back on defense? I, I don't think, I, Paul, have you been paying attention to it? Because I don't think that they are. I wouldn't expect it. Not on a short week. All right. No, so. I wouldn't either. I, I like... Uh, you like I the like Bills. the Buffalo Bills. Right, I right. like the Bills here, though. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. He's back on the and, he's back on the Bills now, Paul. <laughs> uh, they showed me a little something. I, I thought, and I said this before the game kicked off yesterday. Um, I thought they were going to have a world of trouble with Cleveland, and the, just given the circumstances of getting to that game, and yeah, I just I, I didn't feel very good for Buffalo. But that was an impressive victory, given the circumstances and getting down early, and they still pulled it off. So I give them a little bit of. A little bit of credit for that. Um, I need to pick them up because I need them to start winning games now. Uh, they need to win next week in particular, and they need to win uh, this week. I don't really care, but I am going to tease them down as they are the first end of the Pilgrim Parlay. That's right, partner. We're back. We start this one by taking the Buffalo Bills down to minus two. Seven-point teaser. It's a seven-point teaser. Now, Jeff, I don't, if people are new to the show, which thank you all for watching, that when Tim won his one Pilgrim Parlay, Jeff, do you recall that it could have been, any game could have been teased any way and it would have won? Yes, every single game that Thursday middled on the teasers. (laughs) All three games. So, anyway, I I think there's, I mean, okay, go, go ahead. Well, I know you, like, would normally be someone that would account for this while say a Pozzola would say that's irrelevant to me. But just the fact the Bills being there and playing there and being in that building, like I, I don't I I like those sorts of things. Gotta there's be no advantage. way, hold on, there's no way they're staying in Detroit. Logistically getting from Buffalo to Detroit was hell for them. It's such a short, quick flight that there's no reason to not fly the fifty minutes, go home, have your meetings in your meeting rooms logistically it would be a real based on how quickly everything developed there's no way they they're still in detroit they they 100 are home having meetings and practicing at home all right well i'm gonna take detroit in the plus nine jeff who are you gonna take i'm gonna take detroit but it doesn't count this is gonna be a pure feinberg special this is a game where i could Almost a steal from that victory pilgrim parlay a few years ago. Like, tease both sides of it. Bills down to two. Detroit up to 16. There, you'll move oh, on to the That's next the game. Feinberg teaser. When you tease both ends of, the, of a teaser. All right, fine. We'll start a Feinberg teaser. That'll be on it. Let's go. So, we'll so see what happens in the next game. So, Buffalo minus two and Detroit plus 16? Yeah. All right. We'll see if we can get the ultimate middle on all of these, and everyone can be a winner on Thanksgiving. So Detroit for everyone, including the coin, except for Tim, who was taking Paul's mighty Buffalo Bills. Giants at Dallas. This game at DraftKings Sportsbook is now up to minus nine for the Cowboys. Opened at eight, went to eight and a half. Now nine is probably going to get up to, I'll be curious to see if it crosses 10 or not. 44 and a half is the over-under. Giants coming off a loss to the Lions. Cowboys, 
you know, a horrendous loss in Lambeau where they were up by 14 in the fourth quarter. And then they laid the absolute smackdown last week against Minnesota. It, Jeff, it's not good when you're winning by so much in America's game of the week that they have to switch to a different game. <clears throat> I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't love this game. Uh, you know, Salvation Army bins all around. Give me Dallas. They're just going to annihilate them, I feel. What do you make of... completely the opposite, by the way. I don't feel... I really like New York in this game. I think New York's very live on the money line. Mm. Very live. The world loves Dallas here because Dallas just won that big game. Uh, You know, they crushed after a lot of sort of questioning as to whether they even ought to have been favored, et cetera, et cetera. My super lock last week, I, I was with the world on Dallas. Uh, Dallas crushes in Minnesota. It's a fantastic performance. And New York has looked completely placid for two weeks in a row. They've got nothing home. And uh, everyone expects Dallas at home in Thanksgiving and the probably the most watched regular season game of the season to crush the Giants. Now, New York has every chance to break hearts. And even if they don't, it'll be a super close game. And the Pilgrim Parlay, we're taking the New York Giants up to 16. And uh, we're, we're taking the Giants here. And I think they're incredibly live on the money line. And if you trust Dallas, like, you're foolish. You can't quite trust them yet. And this is a tough spot. In division, getting this many points, New York still has seven wins. Like, you're asking for trouble betting Dallas minus nine here or what it becomes. I'm sorry. You just are. How you have no one to blame but yourself when he when they ruin things for you. How have the Giants fared against good teams this year? I feel like it hasn't been very good. Well, do we consider Tennessee a good team? Because if so, they beat them. They beat them in week one, but there's a lot of like, I mean, that's also three months ago at this point. But like they played Seattle, they lost. I mean, they just played the Lions and they lost. They lost to, da- they lost to Dallas earlier. Did they beat Dallas? They yeah, they, no, they lost to Dallas in, on a Monday night game in week three, week four, something of that nature. I would feel better if this game was in, I mean, obviously you want teams playing at home. I just, I would prefer teams to, I would just prefer to the Giants outside. Now there's no Wendell, like the receiving core is even thinner than it was. Your poor guy, your poor keeper, Wendell Robinson, out for the year, Tim. Yeah, he did what he needed to do, though, for my team. I mean, they beat the Ravens. We think the Ravens are a good team. They beat the Ravens. They beat the Packers. They kept the Bears to 12 points. Uh, You know, they beat the Titans like... Yeah, they're not I mean they are 7 and 3 but they're not a 7 and 3 football team. But I still have questions about the way Dak is that was the first really great Dak game we've seen. The short turnaround week uh for him to play again like that and just uh, you know the whole world is going to be on Dallas. There're going to be so few people that want to take New York here. Uh it's it's going to be very difficult to convince yourself, but I just Dallas has a way of messing up this game over and over again. And the Giants are a foil for them. And I just love New York here. I, you cannot talk me out of it. I love, love, love the Giants here. The Giants could be a weekly super lock. They're not going to be, because I'll make that on the Tuesday show. But uh, the Lions, or the, but uh, New York would be in short competition for that. All right, I'm going to go with you here. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to tail along with you. Oh, USA is not even winning anymore in this game. No, man. they're not. The Welsh kicked a, had a penalty kick. Like Gareth Bale uh, buried in the back of the net. <laughs> oh, I, I just really hope Wales wins. <laughs> I with only 
There's nine minutes of injury time in this game. So well, I, 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 I didn't watch the year. I saw that when you said you picked Iran to win this morning, and then they were like, goalie had a seizure for half an hour. How, how much yeah. injury time was on that? 14 minutes of injury time they provided. I'd, I'd never seen that much time before. Not that I watch a lot of soccer, mind you, but it's like 14 minutes of injury time. Fun. All like, right. Stop so the fun. clock. Like, stop the clock. Like, what are you doing? Like, if it's going to be 14 minutes, like, stop the clock. Or let the guy with the concussion get off the field. <laughs> well, that was terrible. Yeah, but how is... They waited 14 minutes. Then they let him stay in the game. <laughs> and then, like, three minutes later, the poor fellow was on the ground. Like, what a shameful performance that was. I know it's arbitrary how they add the clock minutes at the end, but that's no more or less arbitrary than our dad spotting the football all Sunday. I suppose that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> when a punt goes out of bounds... They are guessing where to mark that ball. That is well, a pure guess. When it goes out of bounds in the air, that's a pure guess. Yeah, when a when my dad is running trying to keep <laughs> up with T. Higgins, he's guessing where the where the ball is when his knee goes down. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't we just put a chip in the like? Isn't there already a chip in the ball that could tell us all this information? I mean, you would think so, but I mean, if that were the case, then how would Robert Sala challenge every single one-yard play every week? I like, that's I, a really weird thing that he does. He can't stop it. He doesn't. It's like, oh, we might get this extra half yard. Better challenge. At least, know. at least this week, like, yeah, you know, there was a big value on the first downs that the Jets were getting. Like, they came at a premium this week. So if you can that challenge, was early in the game before we knew that. No, I, I understand that, but the, the one two weeks ago, like, didn't even make any sense. It was like, it would have been like second and a half an inch or something like that. So now we need to challenge. <laughs> you didn't get they it. They don't know what they don't know what they're doing. You know, we, you know, what we forgot to talk about uh, on the recap of that was Elijah Moore just randomly running out of bounds at the end of the game, just like Deion Jackson did in the Colts game when they were just. They were trying to do the lateral play. He's like, no, I'll just take no it. Sense. I'll just take it out of bounds. Don't worry about it. No sense. Yeah, I, I, you would think a good team would spend, I don't know, twenty minutes every week practicing a final game of final play of the game, considering the leverage on a play like that. If it ever works, you know, make practice it once a week, twice a week, just so that people aren't just guessing. I don't know it's stuff that like coaches that the good coaches think about these sorts of things. Like you don't spend a lot of time on it, but you think about it a little. You can be sure that Jeff Saturday has never thought about it once. Jeff, are any legs of this game going on the Feinberg teaser? Yeah, sure. Dallas minus two. Okay, Dallas minus two. Oh, his his teaser is going to be <laughs> worth more than your teaser, Tim. That's fine. We're here for win. We're here to win for the people. That's what my friend John Wayne would say. Except that's me. So me. Oh, okay. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, my listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss it. Here's why I love it, because I can just check in on what's going on in my house at all times. And it gives me that extra feeling that when I'm out, that if I do need to check in, or even if I don't check in, that someone will be monitoring my home, and that just makes me feel a whole lot better. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report, a third year in a row. And in case of emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/mayo today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com/mayo. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Let's go to the midway point of the show. We're even probably past the midway point of the show, trying to get some extra content out to the people, which means it's time for a cussed corner mini. Cuss corner, it's cuss corner. Cuss corner, it's cuss corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's cuss corner, it's cuss corner. Cuss corner, he so you solicited my opinion on the best Thanksgiving movies of all time. And as I suspected, there weren't many. I had to work. There weren't that there are some, uh, but I had to work at it. I can only uh, think of best, I, I can only think of two. So like, I maybe had to no, think three. about it and I, do some research. There's, there's three that I can think of. And they would be like one, two, three. And like one of them's just a good movie. It's not really a good Thanksgiving movie. It's the ice storm. But like the only so two, I don't the, have only, that. The, the only two that pop into my mind are planes, trains, and automobile, and son-in-law. 
So number one is planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> Jeff, are you a big son-in-law fan? Uh, anything from the Polly Shore catalog will make me giggle like I'm <laughs> 11, for sure. Because you watched it when you were like six years old. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't really developed when I watched it, and it was all funny, but yeah. It's like the complete opposite of when you were like 11 watching like Quentin Tarantino movies, like a Pulp Fiction around your cousins and trying to like think you knew what was cool. Then you get to watch it again later and all all the themes make so much more sense. Uh, Son-in-law, like Polly Shore catalog is the complete opposite effect when you try to watch it again later. Sorry, buddy. I think Son-in-law probably is his best movie, although I'm prone to Biodome. But I think like if you're just... Trying to say, hey, did Polly Shore ever make a good movie? It's probably Son-in-Law. Biodome, In the Army Now, Jury Duty. <laughs> uh, At the beginning of Jury Duty. Encino uh, Man. Encino Man's pretty good. But the beginning of Jury Duty, Polly Shore is a male stripper that pours milk on himself and calls himself the cream machine. <laughs> <laughs> and it had the babe from Wayne's World in it. Yeah, Tia Carrera. Yeah, for sure. She's great. Yeah. Great babe. Great great babe in True Lies, too. Great early 90s babe, for sure. Yeah, I wish she would have stuck around. I don't know what she's up to these days. Uh, she did She did one of those, like... Uh, she was in Relic Hunter. That yeah, TV Relic show. Hunter and some other... Yeah, that's probably what I was thinking. Yeah. Some other things. So, so, Tim, this is tough because Planes, Trains, and Automobile is clearly number one. Yes, it is clearly number one. Then there's a gap. Number two is The Big Chill. That takes place over Thanksgiving. Oh, does it? That I is totally a fantastic, fantastic movie. Uh, and it's prescient because Michigan is going to beat Ohio State this weekend. So watch it and enjoy. Uh, that's a great movie. It takes place over Thanksgiving. So it is number two. Number three is Rocky, that very famous scene where they throw the turkey out of the house uh, when they're in that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting. Like the, So there's a huge... There's an important scene that takes place over Thanksgiving, so you see we're already stretching here. <laughs> but uh, that lets me put Rocky at three. Uh, number four, I get to put the movie Prisoners. I liked that movie. I like that movie. Jackman. I like that Jake movie, Gyllenhaal. too. Does that take place at Thanksgiving? That, yes, she gets abducted on Thanksgiving. They're actually going over to somebody's house on Thanksgiving. There's And there's a clip of, like, a Houston Texans Detroit Lions. It's, how I remember this, I have no idea. There's, like, a clip of the – like, there's, like – Video footage of the Texans Lions football game on that happened on an actual Thanksgiving. Uh, that so that movie begins on happens during like the Thanksgiving weekend. So that's number four, and then at number five I chose Grumpy Old Men because that also the pivotal scene takes place over Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm in that as Walter Matthau. I think it's one of my funniest movies that I ever made. And I, I, I agree. Jack Lemmon was in funnier movies. That, that, that's for sure. I, I was in better ones. But I, that was probably my funniest performance uh, was Grumpy Old Men. That's a, and that is a, that's a great movie. A uh, hilarious movie. Uh, so that's number five. Okay. Based on the qualifications to make it a Thanksgiving movie, it needs like very little reference. Like you're talking about throwing the turkey out of the There has window. to be a pivotal scene that somehow involves Thanksgiving or takes place over Thanksgiving so, weekend or it's about Thanksgiving. Like when that's... in Crashers when they're playing like family football, is that not Thanksgiving? Oh, is it? Is it explicitly Thanksgiving? I don't uh, I don't know, but I mean is you can see that my criteria football? is pretty threadbare. So if there's like a legit real scene that Thanksgiving is Woven into, I think you can put it on the list. I is it that warm in Maryland on Thanksgiving when they're playing football? 
with sack lunch. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And I don't I don't know. Is family football like a thing beyond? Maybe it is. Yeah. So there's a few other ones I wrote down, son-in-law being one of them, which would be inside my top five. How do you feel about the Terrence Malick classic, The New World, Tim? I didn't see that movie. Well, it's a pretty good movie, but it's about like how Thanksgiving has started. It's between like John Smith and Pocahontas. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't see that movie. So okay. I, I don't have an opinion. Okay. So the Ice Storm would be the other one for me. A movie I very much enjoy. An Ang Lee classic from the early nineties, but as we all Jeff left. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that wasn't a good cuss corner, as we can bye see. Bye bye. bye. Well, look. <laughs> Well, look, you are, it, it, the thing is, and it's interesting, I don't know why, given that Thanksgiving is like as big a holiday, if not bigger, than Christmas in the United States, why is it that there are just like so such a dearth of Thanksgiving movies? I think... Like, I, do people not want to go to the movies on Thanksgiving? Like, what's the... Why are there no good things? It doesn't make any sense as to why Thanksgiving is so bereft of good films, whereas Christmas has so many, or Halloween has so many. I think it's because people don't go to the movies. Maybe they do. I'd have to look into the box office numbers of it. But I would guess that's probably not a big Thanksgiving thing to do is go to the movies. Where at Christmas time, like, you're killing time at Christmas. That's understandable. That, uh, so, I mean, maybe that's the reason. But just why isn't... It seems weird that, 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 that there's such a disparity. Not just a little gap. It's a huge gap. Hmm. Do you have any other... Oh. According to this list, Paul Blart Mall Cop is a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently another Jeff classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a terrible movie. Like, even to look, I'm just looking at this list right now of best Thanksgiving movies, just the first one I clicked on. And, like, they're stretching anything. Like, they have Chicken Run on the list. It has oh, turkey, chicken run. Because it has turkeys in the background. That was like the high point of claymation, which I always thought was really cool. And I don't understand why they got rid of claymation. Like, I was into it. Wasn't Like, remember that movie? It was the TV show that uh, Eddie Murphy used to do. Uh, the PJs. That was a very funny television show. That was all claymation. <laughs> and I can't imagine claymation's that hard to do. Uh, I liked Mr. Bill on Saturday Night Live. That was all claymation. Uh, oh no! Uh, I I really think uh, claymation needs to make a comeback. Okay, well we'll we'll see about that. Uh, the last waltz is another one that they're calling because it was filmed on Thanksgiving Day. That was that was filmed on the on Thanksgiving night. You're right about. Uh, so, I, I most years I go to a reenactment of that entire album, start to finish, and I think I'm going to again this year, in a few weeks. And uh, my goodness, that might be a top three soundtrack of all time it's maybe a, even higher i mean everyone likes that talking heads documentary from the late 80s but i contend i mean i've never seen that so i really can't go in on it but the last waltz is the best like music documentary i've ever seen well legit one i can think of one mockumentary well yes yeah spinal tap yes is better it does <laughs> how jeff how close is porum to thanksgiving i don't know it just because there's, there's that home for porum movie yeah no uh, i think Porum is in the spring. Oh. Oh, is it? I could be wrong. I don't have a clue, man. All right. Well, do you think that Neil Young holds the record for most coke done on a Thanksgiving? As evidenced by that movie yeah. when it's still hanging out of his nose? 
That's terrible. Just you terrible. Ask Cam these questions. What's that? <laughs> you should ask Cam your Neil Young question. Does he um, love Neil Young? Yeah, yeah, he does. Has he met Neil Young? I don't have a clue. Has he done blow with Neil Young? <laughs> Cam's got a million stories. If that was on the bingo card, I wouldn't be shocked, but it does seem unlikely. More like Neil Young tribute band. I'm just relieved, Jeff, you came back. I was afraid you had disappeared. Yeah, Pizzola showed up to your house and made exactly, you, an, and you, made you an unperson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, <laughs> Tim takes some, you know, calls out Cam a couple times and all of a sudden, you know. One something. time. I didn't call out anyone. All I said was it's funny that they're getting better numbers than we're getting. And that turned into like this this fight of like like I said on the show last night. I'm throw, I'm waving the white flag. There's no fight for me. I don't know why they're so mad at you. I, mean, I, don't, think <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't think you want to piss off Woodbridge Rob though. Come from the Pozzola <laughs> family. <laughs> All right, let's get to the last game: New England at Minnesota. Does Minnesota rebound in a big way here? Because it, although everyone just kind of like laughs at you know, laughs at the Vikings, like they're not very good. They're wildly overrated. Feels like they're a lot better than the Patriots, who are not good. I think the Patriots' defense is is serious. Sure. I mean, I like you know they've they shut the Lions out. They basically kept the Colts to what three points. They kept the Jets to three points. None of these offenses light the world on fire by any means. But like, there's one thing to like hold a team to a field goal or less and there's another to like let them up 17 so i think the patriots defense is his top tier um i'm taking the patriots here and i'm teasing the patriots up last uh, leg of the pilgrim parlay i think they're going to win this game and uh i don't know i don't know if i see a lot more losses on the patriots schedule if i'm being perfectly honest oh so yeah you putting the curse on them. The coin is going to go with you and take New England as well. I think that Minnesota might just roll here, Jeff. I, I do worry about primetime Kirk, though. Yeah, I'm with, I think I'm going to step in front of Minnesota after a horrible loss. That, I don't want to, like, overthink or underthink, but it just, like, that zigzag last week just screamed. It just screamed, and it w- couldn't have turned out any better with the how Minnesota won versus Buffalo and Dallas loses versus Green Bay and their match this week. Give me uh give me Minnesota. I think that they will trust their quarterback to attempt to make throws and they won't just turtle a game away to the Patriots. Uh Minnesota at home on Thanksgiving could be real real money. Okay, so you, are any of these games in super lock contention for any of you? Because they're not for me. Only the Giants are close-ish for me. It seems like you like the Vikings, though, Jeff. Yeah, I don't think it'd actually be a super lock. Um, it's a weird, it's a bit of a weird spot. Like the under in this game, I will say that. Oh, so, bet Tim, o- did you see that picture of like... Ninety-year-old Jets fan going around yesterday in all his regalia at the game. Yeah, I thought that was a woman. <laughs> Maybe it I, th- was. I thought it was an old grandma. Was it not? These are the hearts that Zach is breaking every game, and he doesn't even have the the responsibility to stand up at the mic like Josh Allen does and say, "I played terribly." 
And it's funny because, like, Josh Allen cost him that game, but he didn't play, like, terribly like Zach Wilson played terribly. No, no, but at least he was an adult and took the responsibility upon himself and said, we lost because of me. That's what grown-ups do. That's what, like, that's what a professional athlete does. They don't stand there with their arms crossed and say, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I played great. Zach your, Wilson and Put an down your child. iPod and, like, go actually do – like, go work out – and throw work out with your receivers and get your timing down and play better. You know, it is so crazy. Like, I get it. Uh, we've seen Belichick do great things to a lot of young quarterbacks over the years. He's had his way with with um, with Herbert, certainly, other than Justin Fields, it seems. But out of a bye, like, out of a bye, you would have figured there's at least, like, eight to ten plays on script that you can work like that you've worked on that you're comfortable with that even if they show certain personnel like you're just comfortable with it it was so weird to see literally nothing out of a buy from an offense like it was awkward it was yeah indefensible speechless and and that's not to take anything away from how great belichick is but that doesn't mean that he should dominate all 70 plays like, you're telling me there's not a handful of things that, like, work for you guys? Weird. That's weird. I don't know. We got our own different reason. We got our own. Our sadness is very different, Tim. I wish I had your sadness. You have a fun offense. No, because. Your defense is bad, offense... but your offense is fun. Yeah, yeah. No, the Chargers are the king of, like, yeah, we'll entertain you and we'll, like, break your heart. You think that end. was entertaining so... for me to watch yesterday? No, but but I take offense. Like you're crying last night. You're I saying was not like, this was crying. supposed to be our year. It like, was no. supposed to be our year. No, it was supposed to be my year. Okay, but then by, by like week four, it was clear. By week five, it was clear this was going to be my year, and maybe it wasn't yeah. going to be your year. Or by my week three, it, it you're right. By year. week three, I said it's not my year. Yeah. I reneged no, no. on everything. Going into the season, you're I right. didn't. Going into the season, you're right that that it wasn't my year; it was your year. But by about week five, it was clear that it was going to be a my year, and this is being stolen from me. My team hasn't been in the playoffs in twelve years, and and I wasn't. And again, we got the record straight. There was no crying last night. I was expressing genuine frustration at that performance and the inability to take responsibility. Because if you don't take responsibility, you don't think you did anything wrong. Ah. Uh, I can't even begin to imagine how much Chicago is going to win by. I'm certain now Chicago is going to win by a million on Sunday. I'm so convinced of it. Uh, we have no hope. So this is your routine. Hold, 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 you did hold, this hold. after the last Patriots game. Then you beat the Bills. Then you come in flying, stealing your daddy's reservations. And now you play bad again versus the Patriots. And it's woe is me. Cry bad. for me. Bad. Uh, bad. Like, they averaged two inches of play in the second half, Jeff. Yeah, I told you to go to Streveler and just run some uh, wingtip or whatever they do at Army. I would take it. I, honestly, if you, Jeff Feinberg, <laughs> took every snap in the first and the second half yesterday, you would not have done worse God. than Zach Wilson did. What, I'm Tim. just supposed to, like, Tim. fall forward? Tim. <laughs> it's true. If I did, if you did, we couldn't have done worse. By falling forward. Exactly. 
then if we get three yards, we've already more or less got a better opportunity to have a better half. It must be so debilitating for you to watch your offense struggling because you sit there on the couch knowing, give me the ball three times <laughs> I get us the first down. You're, you're damn right. There is, uh, now that you've uh, cursed the poor Bears this week, which I'm very happy about because I could use them to lose for my five and a half to stick through. There's, in the same report, it says that they're feeling better about Justin Fields today than they did on Sunday night, and he's day-to-day with a shoulder injury, but they haven't ruled out that he'll be out for the year yet. <laughs> really? I don't know what that means. I mean, if it's an injury that requires, like, a three-week IR stint, there's no point in bringing him back, I guess. Well, they have a bye week coming up, I'm pretty sure. Let's see here. They play the Jets. They play the Jets this week. And then they play the Packers the week after. Then they're on bye. So you can set out Jets and Packers bye week, bring them back after that. I mean, what a great spot it would be if Chicago could be 3-14, and 4-12, and 12, actually have the second pick, not be in the market for a quarterback, and be able to trade that pick to a team who desperately needs a quarterback for a King's ransom. Like the Jets? I'd pay any price. Any price? I think I'd pay any price at this point. Well, let's work out some fake trades here then. Um, if you think that Aaron Rodgers is available, what is the maximum you would be willing to give up for Aaron Rodgers? Three first-round picks. Three, ah, three first-round picks. Bro, it's yeah. dead. Like, the one thing Rodgers did this year for the Packers is sink his trade value. That Russell Wilson trade does not exist next year for Aaron, for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yes, it does. This team, This league is full of stupid teams that make the same mistakes year after year after year and learn nothing. Russell Wilson would command probably a first round pick right now. If you tried to trade him. Sure. For he, a first will, round will pick. Pay he probably would go for almost exactly the same amount. People don't learn from their mistakes. They just make them over and over again. Okay. How much money would you give to Jimmy G? What's, what's the contract look like? I'd give him a really, really front-loaded guaranteed contract for like three years, and the first two years are like crazy amounts of money. Like the Kirk Cousins contract. Yeah, yeah. I like a three. You can even make a four-year deal if you want, but like the first two years are crazy expensive uh, and very cap-heavy and guaranteed. Would you make Lamar the highest-paid quarterback in football? Without even blinking. What about Without their, even blinking. Would you rather have so Jimmy G or Derek Carr? what would you trade to Baltimore to then go give Lamar like $400 million? How many first-round picks am I allowed to trade? <laughs> like, what's the cap? Like, you know, in basketball, you're only allowed to trade so many years ahead. How many years ahead can I trade picks? Because that because Lamar is worth it. What about, what's that guy's name? Bryce Perkins? What if you get him next year? Perkins looked so good. Yeah, I, I'll tell you right now. Tell you right now. Chiefs let down. If Perkins plays next week, that's exactly. I told you this on the live show. The same logic that took that led you to take Malik Willis against the 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 Chiefs is the same one I would take to take uh, Perkins against the Chiefs. What if John? What, would, what if John Walford's back? I do like John Walford, but I, I Perkins looked. I'd like to see what you got in him. He seemed like he had some very interesting abilities. Would you not be Super Bowl one of the top Super Bowl favorites if you had Tua? Yes, I don't think so. We'd be the we'd be one of the top Super Bowl favorites if we had Derek Carr, Tyler Heineke. I don't know about that. Stop that. Yes, he's got the Redskins or the Commanders to six and five. 
Yeah, but you also pick them to go unders. So they're also riding the he's wave got the of the curse. He's got the he's got the commanders at six and five, and they don't have near the talent we do. <laughs> but their defense is pretty good. They're, they're not as good as ours. Let's see. And their offense doesn't. They're about on the level. You have the Jets' third DVOA defense, Washington six. And they have Terry McLaurin. You don't have anybody who's as good as Terry McLaurin right now. Garrett Wilson. Is he? Is Garrett Wilson? Uh, but he had two good not games. Yet. Elijah Moore had these games last year, and apparently he sucks. Garrett, well, there's problems there. There's That offense is just needs a fresh start is what it needs. It needs a teardown and a fresh start. Okay. Well, that's the Thanksgiving episode. Promise that Tuesday nights will be better when we do the full slate of games. I'm sorry for pigeonholing you with that Cuss Corner idea. I didn't realize there were so few Thanksgiving movies. I thought there'd be like hundreds of them. There, there really aren't. Maybe I got a good topic. I got a good topic for tomorrow. I already sort of previewed it slightly with Paul, but I didn't give give away the the conceit. I got a pretty good corner topic for tomorrow. I think. All right, Jeff. Anything fine? Although that never works out. When I think corner topics are bad, those are the best ones. And when I think they're good, they're never good. So maybe it won't be good. Like I didn't think people would care the, a whit about garbage can issues. <laughs> it became like, a very even it, though I did even though I won the ice uh, poll. You won the poll with your four point three percent. It rounded up to 5%. That's a victory. Uh, Paul, based on the inconsistency that Top Cat has in life, his take on this thing just doesn't really mesh with it, so I think we'll have a good time. Oh, so it's like something that's not outrageous? Well, he's just like, he's... This is all good SEO. Let's just tomorrow. leave it as a tease. All right. I'm, I don't know what it is, so now I'm excited. Jeff, how about you go take some medicine and you feel better, Okay. Yeah, I got medicine. I got screaming children outside the door. Uh, exciting, fun evening here. All right. Well, you turn off the lights and pretend like we're still doing the show, and that way you can get away from your kids. Oh, <laughs> I've done that. I've done that before, Pat. I've done that before. It doesn't work for me. I'll just sit I... here a few extra because we sometimes we go so long, so it's kind of hard to even milk it. But I'll just sit in here after and enjoy the peace and quiet. Um, okay. We'll see you tomorrow, and I'm fired up for Thursday morning, friends. Yes, and all the regular shows will be at the regular time. Obviously, this is a bonus show, so if you appreciate bonus shows that aren't behind some stupid paywall or anything like that, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars, please, and thank you. want to thank me for shelling out the time in order to do this show for all of you. Additionally, Tim and August. Tim and August. Not my name. I feel like you would love Thanksgiving if you were American. I think I probably would. I like Thanksgiving as a Canadian, so I think I'd love it even more as an American. Yeah, there's no pressure for you to do anything on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? I just would enjoy the extra super long weekend. It is a super It's a great time weekend. of year. It's a very dark time of year. It's great. So, Does anyone work on the Friday? Like, I know some people do, obviously, but like most people take that off, don't they? Unless you work in retail. It's your biggest day of the year. Is it still the biggest day of the year? Or do people just go on Amazon Black Friday? I don't know. But that's Cyber Monday is their big day, right? I think they do both. I, 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 I don't know. No, you don't use the Amazon, so how would you know? I, well, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't go to the Amazons.
Okay. Well, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Play in both of the Listeners League, but let's get the Thanksgiving Day 1 filled. Again, 10 a.m. Eastern time on Thanksgiving. We'll be live on Mayo Media Network, and directly following that, boom, the best bet show for the week will actually come out. So if you need content to keep you sane over the Thanksgiving weekend to get away from your family, we got you covered both on the Pat Mayo Experience and at Mayo Media Network. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. We'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!